Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Joining me now, the head coach of Raging Cajun Baseball, Coach Matt Deggs. Good morning, Coach. I, you know, I thought about you yesterday because while folks complain or applaud daylight savings time, I was like, you know, on one hand, I'm sure Coach Deggs is is happy to to get you know get back and get playing an hour earlier. But on the other, you're always hoping for like more hours in a day. So you're probably not like a fan of yesterday. They took an hour away from you. You wish there were 48 hours in a day, not 23. Were you okay yesterday? Just 48 hours in Monday. That's that's a that's that's what I'm hoping for. But no, I like more sunlight, man. I wish it'd stay sunlight till about nine o'clock, which it might. You know, a few months down the road here, uh, I'll trade the hour for more sunlight. There you How go. That? Well, that that shouldn't be a surprise. Um, and I, let's just talk about yesterday's game first. I want to kind of look back at, at the weekend with you as a whole. But as you said, uh, I believe on social media, a masterpiece. I mean, El Jefe is his nickname. But Jeff Wilson, you know, formerly a reliever, goes a complete game yesterday. Fanned, I think, 10 batters, allowed only four hits. It was... Um, you know, yesterday's performance was about as strong as, as we've seen from you guys this season. And I think for Jeff Wilson, maybe at the beginning of the year when folks saw him as the Sunday starter, they were like, okay, with what he showed yesterday, it, no one's saying that anymore. I mean, he was, he was terrific yesterday, Coach. I mean, there's just really no other way well, to say it. That's, uh, you know, that's, that's what fans do. It's, you know, you get to debate stuff. And uh, my job is to make you know, decisions based on experience and, and, uh, you know, having been through this a few times, uh, the kid can pitch, right. I thought he was better as a starter than a reliever, uh, as a one inning stint guy, you've got to step on the gas a little bit more and uh, that's just not him. Uh, so look, everybody's got a key, right. That'll unlock them and, uh, it'll unlock your true, true potential. And as a coach uh, or leader, sometimes you get to unlock somebody, and then you know, unfortunately, sometimes you don't. And uh, but I think uh, you know, Hefe El Hefe has found his true calling and starting because he's able to settle in and and uh, do what I, I call throw bat in practice. And uh, pitching is nothing more than throwing bat in practice. And uh, when you can make somebody hit the ball when you want them to hit it, or get a weak swing or get a take uh, when you want to take, then you're in control. And uh, he threw BP for about three hours yesterday. And, you know, the only difference is he didn't want hard contact. He wanted weak contact, and that's what he got. It was um, a a performance yesterday for you guys, 10-1 to the final. You you win the series. Let's go back to how the weekend started. You're you're eight innings into a tie game. Uh, Heath Hood, a pair of homers. Will Veyon, I mean, lightning strikes. You got to begin the game the next day. And so it's not really a double header of sorts. You just, you pick up a tie game and you have a few innings to try to win it. You guys did, but what, what's, how does your coaching get altered whenever it's a game that you're, you're beginning in progress before you play another game that day? What goes into the pitching decision making? How does it change your job a little bit? Well, Todd and I had pretty much agreed, you know, 
on Friday, right? Because we moved the game up because we knew a front was coming in and it was going to be a lot of start-stop. So uh, we moved it up and then agreed at the plate, look, it, if this stuff sets in, it's going to set in. So we wait out the first lightning strike. There's another one. Let's, all right, let's go. Uh, we're not going to sit here all night. and Because and, I, knew, I knew Saturday was going to be a great day to play. And uh, so we get out and uh, <clears throat> we talked about the fact they're going to hit and run first pitch. So we want to start both bonds uh, Saturday, actually. Well, let's start in both games. And I've been able to do that a couple of times in my career with, with relievers. And it's always worked out pretty good. I don't know why. Uh, but Bo has depth to a breaking ball. So we spent a breaking ball first pitch, and they do hit and run. And, uh, you know, Julian's able to tax that, and he's done a great job of just taxing guys when he should. And, and uh, he does it and gets us off to a great start. And, uh, you know, and then Kyle DeBarge does what he does and, and uh, just creates you know, reaches on a knock and then uses his legs to make it all the way around the bases. Pretty phenomenal. Kind of, kind of got us rolling. And, uh, then we were able to execute a few things that they gave us. So, uh, it was a good way to start. I wish we'd have carried that momentum into the second game. Uh, but we were just too generous there in that one inning. And, uh, that's, that's in our loss has been the thing is generosity. Uh, so come out yesterday, have a, have a good meeting and just, uh, you know, ask them how, uh, how this uh, play and not to lose is working out for them. And they all agreed it sucks and uh, it's not fun. I said, well, uh, we're going to play uh, with the gas pedal all the way down there, unafraid to crash and burn. And uh, we're going to embrace it. Because, look, if, you want, if you're going to make an impression, then make an impression. Don't make a half-hearted impression. Either set records great or set records bad. One way or another, let's go all the way. And uh, they really latched onto that yesterday, and I thought I think you saw their true potential as a team yesterday, led by Jeff Wilson. Yeah, you, you've referenced Jeff, you know, El Jefe, his nickname as being one of those guys, not not even just a glue guy, but one of those vocal kind of go to leaders um, that 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 you know the team tends to rally around. So seeing the reaction whenever he finished that complete game yesterday, um, not a surprise, but also just. I think telling in a lot of ways of how his teammates feel about him, how they look to him as, as being one of your leaders in that clubhouse. Jeff's a true man. I mean, he is a very gentle soul, but yet tough and demanding. Uh, he's, he's very, very smart, uh, very, very confident, but it's quiet. He's not afraid to speak up. You know, I sat in front of the whole clubhouse one day. I said, I hope my my little girls one day bring home a man like, like Jeff Wilson. He he just stands for everything I believe in. And uh it's never about him and, and you know, his team his teammates tried to congratulate him yesterday and it was just it's still not about him and I really respect that about him. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports, Rage Cajun baseball coach Matt Deggs, our guest coach. Um in the win uh, on Saturday in the game that continued from Friday, uh, you, you stole home. Connor Kimple got there. Um, how many times have you as a coach stolen home, would you say, in your career? And what goes into a decision like that when you feel like, okay, this is going to be successful right here? Ooh. I don't know. You could count them on both hands. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah. That's how hard it is. Uh, I don't know. The, the number I, I know uh what you do remember is super regional 
tie game, bases drunk, 2-2 count, two outs. And their guy's supposed to spike a breaking ball. This is when I'm at A&M and we're at Rice with the old man, Wayne Graham, who was just as sharp as a tack. He's supposed to spike a breaking ball in the dirt and it hangs. And we barely get thrown out. Those are the ones you remember, yeah. man. That was just a all-in move right there. And uh, one that I still think about, probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, but it's got to set up, right? That's why you don't see it a whole lot. You've got to have the right guy, the right hitter that you're not afraid to burn his at bat, right? And uh, you got to have a guy out of the windup that's going to be at least three seconds to the plate. It t- I don't care who you are. It's going to take three seconds. And uh, you got to have a 20-foot lead, so that's to the end of the coaching box. There's a lot that goes into it. No doubt. Well, you... you... What, what moment did you feel like Saturday you were like, I'm making this call? Like, was it, did you feel, oh, did you, did you preconceive? came into the game. There you I go. I saw it when the kid came into the game. So it happened, uh, watching him warm up. Uh, and then I knew I was going to squeeze J-Bo. Uh, and watching him warm up, I'm like, all right, if this does set up, I'm not, we're not going to hesitate here because I know what's going to happen. See when he went out of the he he went out of a windup, which is tricky on a on a double squeeze, right? Because you practice timing out of the stretch, so you got to really kind of hold your water, and because uh, you don't want to tip it. And especially the guy at the lefties on the bump, the guy at first could really tip the tip this because he's running too. Uh, so you got to kind of wait until that front foot starts to land. But out of the windup, you got to hold that water a little bit longer. So anyway, the kid goes out of the windup against J-Bo on the squeeze. And, and when you see that, you go, okay, if this happens again and we got two outs, this is what we're going to do. And you, you use stuff like that, Scott, to finish people. I don't suggest using that to try to win a game. Gotcha. That, that was a, that was a uh, that's mental warfare type stuff. Uh, which hopefully our team gets to the point where they take advantage of that for about the next four hours. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Uh, yeah, I, I've always been kind of fascinated about what goes into because it's 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 people talk about the triple play or you know the grand slam. I'm always like stealing home. I mean, it's so rare in baseball, and and of course when it works is even more rare that. You know, I, I I jotted down. I was like, I gotta gotta ask Coach Deggs about this on uh, on Monday morning. So no, thanks for the it's perspective a fun on play. it. And you we you know you practice it, but we I haven't stole. I bet it's been I don't know how many years since we've had successful still at home. That's how rare it is. You get a little rush when you make it when you when you make the call and you know it's about to go down. Oh yeah, man. When you make any. Uh, you know, these are momentum swing calls. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, there's a euphoria in it one way or another, right? Yeah. It's, it's like you're about to jump out of an airplane. Well, when it doesn't and, work, uh, I don't know that it's still euphoric though, right? I mean, there might be. Like no, said, it sucks. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, but all the fun's in trying. Sure. So. ESPN and Lafayette, best ticket in sports. Coach Matt Deggs, our guest. Coach, I wanted to ask you um, just briefly about Heath Hood seeing his power on display 
uh, Friday. And, um, you know, I, I'll get I'll have some questions about the offense as a whole this week. But in particular, him, this young man, the uh, the JUCO transfer, I know he was a an All-American at Tyler Junior College. But uh, showing some of his power as a batter, as a player, what's something about Heath Hood that, you know, the, the average fan might not know about him? And, and what, what makes him tick? Well, he could have played uh, college football. That's a that's a fun fact. Uh, he was recruited as a college football player, and uh, I guess loved baseball so much. You know, he wanted to go to to Tyler and Coach Wells is an amazing recruiter for us, and uh, he found him man out of Deep East Texas, and uh, he's one of our best signs. Look, Heath Hood for me is Seth Harrison. I mean, just all over again from. The type of kid he is to, you know, am I aggressive? Am I not aggressive? Do I want to make a mistake? You know, there's a little bit of tap dancing. But, man, when he decides to push that gas pedal, it's 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 freaky. I mean, you don't just hit a line drive out. You know, you don't jump ship dead central here. That just don't happen. That's that's Mike Strunz type stuff. And, uh, hey, boy, he did it on a line. Uh no, think Seth Harrison. When you see Hood, that's Seth Harrison. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, football. I mean, anytime you're a uh, an all uh, an all district MVP at quarterback in high school football in Texas, then yeah, you you've got some talent in that sport, no doubt. No, and he's a great kid. Uh, his teammates love him. Uh, you know, we uh, he, when he relaxes and has fun and play hard, hey. He's got a lot of ability. Uh, so we tasked him with getting picked off yesterday. We just need you to get picked off. And he checked that box and then went crazy in the dugout. When you can play like that, then you know what? The game's fun again. For education and baseball coach Matt Deggs, you said just whenever guys kind of get loose and have fun, that's when they play well. You feel like that happened with your offense this weekend, Coach? Because when your batting average goes up nearly 25 points, there were – there was a lot working for you guys this weekend. What was the biggest key in your mind to that success at the plate? Well, look, the the two most overused words in baseball are have fun. I mean, what's fun is getting it done, right? That's what's fun. But the only way to get it done is to go fast, hard, and lose, man. And and that's true fun. Batting average is a lie. All right, so am I a 050 hitter? Is that who I am when I wake up? Or am I a 400 hitter that's trying to hold on to it? You know, both guys are not going to be satisfied if you take a poll. If I'm hitting 200 and I say, are you satisfied? No. If I ask, uh, you know, a 400 hitter, are you satisfied? He's going to say no. It's it's all a lie. It's like having 30 grand in your account, and then, uh, all of a sudden you got a million, and you were just like, man, I wish I had a million dollars. I wish I had, guess what? Hey, Jack, you still living paycheck to paycheck. You, nobody's ever going to be satisfied. It's a lie. You're chasing a ghost. That's the thing about batting average. It's a decision you make when you wake up every day. Hey, I'm the best in the country today, man. I don't care if I'm hitting 200 or 400. Everybody's day to day. Everybody. The trick is you got to be unafraid to swing hard in case you hit it. And uh, I think, you know, we're getting close to that point with this group. That's what separated the 14 team. Is they had fun scrapping. They wasn't about anything else. 
ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. You mentioned the 14 team. You know, Coach Robe would reference the World Series team a lot sometimes when he would talk to us in the media, but he also made it a point to say, you know, we, we try not to, to, to really talk about teams of the past, but I think what he meant was like last year's team or teams from the past that still have players currently on this team. Do you reference teams from the past to your team? In in in, if you do, sort of what? Yeah. In what regard? To. I mean, you have to. We're in sales, right? <laughs> that's that's our business is sales. So, I mean, if if I'm in sales, you think I'm not going to take a pamphlet and and uh, you know show presentations of things that we've done and can do. That's what we're in. We're selling a belief that this is what we're capable of. I, I mean, on on Friday, I showed them a video of the 2017 uh, Sam Houston State team that went to a Super Regional. And because that team, coming down the stretch, got swept, got two out of three taken from them, got swept, got swept, two out of three taken from them. How about that? And then winds up in a Super Regional. It's We're all day-to-day, man. We're all day-to-day. It's what you believe you are. And either you can let a number define you or you can let who you know you are define you. And, uh, you know, wake up today as the best player in the country. Your 15 games. That's what it's all about, man. You're you're 15 games into the season, Coach. Sell me on this. Sell our listeners on your team right now. Well, look, we have the 23rd strength of schedule in the country. We're 8-7. and Okay, I'm going to give us ten and five. We, the Arkansas game, we, we just we, that was in the bag. We blew it. Had a game taken from us against uh, Southern Miss. I'm not going to go into that, but it's a fact. And uh, you know, so you look at it and you go, "Dang, man! They they won the series against the top 25 team UCI. They uh, could have should have won the series against Southern Miss. They just won a series against a, a really good U of H team." Should have taken Arkansas down, uh, you know, in freezing temperatures over in Round Rock. Uh, could be ten and five. They're eight and seven. Boy, they've grinded to this point. Now we're about to hit conference, and it's going to get hot and warm, and the wind's going to start blowing out. Okay. McNeese Wednesday conference play starts Friday, and job well done, by the way, on the sales. Did you ever like? I, I know you've been in baseball your whole life. Did you ever have a sales job briefly in your life that just wasn't attached to baseball? By the way. Are you kidding me? I mean, I had to ask, Coach. I, no, I'm serious. Did you? Have you? I mean, you're you a good know, salesman. You know I got fired because I was a drunk at A&M, right? Yeah. Then I worked at a feed mill. And then I was the worst pharmaceutical sales guy in the country. <sighs> pharmaceutical sales. That's a hard Did job. Did you read the book? That's a hard job. Uh, Coach, have I, read the book? I, I have not read the book, no. Are you kidding me? I haven't read it. I thought you were setting me up right there. No, I was terrible. I was. I haven't. I haven't no, I actually haven't. I haven't read it. Now, there's a couple of books I haven't. Sell read. what I love to do. Gotcha. Other than that, no, no, I checked out early every day and went and played golf. It was terrible. Now, I do plan on reading it this summer. So when I do, and this is after baseball season ends, are you cool if I just sort of text you with comments or commentary or have a few questions? I'm gonna give you one. All right, good. You always do, Coach. That's why I love talking to you every Monday morning. McNeese State. I'm going to give you a book. 
Uh, next time I see you, I'll come get it. I, when can I come get it? Uh, I don't, I'll call you. How about that? All right. I'm down. I'm down. Now, I do most of my reading in the summertime because that's really the only time I have it. <laughs> I do. I get I get time off in the summer, and I usually read. I, I was saying this last week. Was, I was interviewing someone last week, a friend of mine who recently wrote a book. He's like, have you read it yet? I'm like, no. I mean, you just released it in December. It? His name is Mike Neighbors. And, and he was promoting it. And I was like, I will read it, but I cannot read it until this summer. He's like, fair enough, fair enough. But he didn't offer me one it? like you. It's a, he, he covers the Saints. So it's a book about, he, he, he talked to Drew Brees after every single game for like 16 years. Oh, so wow. it's, it's, about, it's about Drew Brees and, and, you know, when he played, not just with the Saints, but his whole career. So, yeah, so now I've got two reading books this summer. So now. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight books on my desk. And what I've got, what are they? All right. The legacy by James Kerr. It's the story of the all blacks. That's a rugby team down in uh, New Zealand, Australia. Okay. They're on, um, they're just undisputed. The best culture in the world. Uh, I have a book called humility. I have Managing for Results by Peter Drucker. I have On Becoming a Leader by Warren Bennis. I have Execution, The Discipline of Getting Things Done. I have Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business by uh, Gino Wickman. I have The Story of Baseball and 100 Photographs. And I have a Decades Journal given to me by the Bayou Church uh, on there. Yeah. All books that people just, people like to give me books and uh, get them and go through them and leave them on my desk. Well, I know you did a lot of writing during the pandemic. Did I'm guessing you also read a number of books during that time. No, I wrote one, the pack offense. Well, I said, I said and, you uh, wrote, I said you did a lot of no, writing. No, when you're writing, you're definitely not reading. That's it. No, it's like, it's like going to speak. You don't listen to all the other speakers because that's just going to jack you up. Gotcha. You just go speak when it's your turn. Um, you guys have McNeese State on the road. Your next five are on the road. I know your last seven have been at home. Now the two last week, midweek, got rescheduled. But, um, you know, you've, you've had a number of games at neutral sites and then one true road game. What do you want to see out of your team here over the next five on the road, Coach? And, of course, the three this weekend, you're, you're starting yeah. conference play. Hey, I want to see them go head downhill on people, man. You know. Just unafraid to crash and burn. That's when you get that. That's the essence of playing, man. And that's all I want to see. I'm not. I don't care about the scoreboard. I want to see them have fun and get after it. All right. Well, I can't wait to uh, get 15 to 28 from you and read it this summer. Looking forward to uh, seeing you guys this week. Uh, Jay Walker's got the call on the radio. Brad Topham with him in the booth. Louisiana versus McNeese State. And then three against Troy this week. And those will be over on our sibling station, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Coach, appreciate you um, coming on on Monday. And uh, sorry it's not 48 hours, but always enjoy our conversations, man. And uh, you kind of, you know, yeah. if I'm ever lagging on a Monday, like, like, I'll be honest, I kind of do after daylight savings. and uh, But you you, you kind of give me that yeah, jolt you're, idea. Uh, you're a little slow motion today, man. <laughs> need to get you going. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the juice. <laughs> I appreciate the juice, Coach. All the best, man. I'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. Thanks, Scotty. I'll see you. You got it. All right. That is Coach Matt Deggs. No, I have not read 15 to 28.
I think he's like, have you read the book? Like, no, I, the worst pharmaceutical salesman ever. My reading list for the summer gets longer and longer. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Should be good. ESPN Lafayette. I'm looking forward to this week in sports. We mentioned, you know, UL softball. They got two against Texas Wednesday. Cajun baseball at McNeese State. Now, most midweek baseball games are on ESPN Lafayette. This week and on March 30th, when UL softball plays Texas, the baseball team will be over on their weekend home, which is News Talk 96.5 KPL. So take a note. 